This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. I'm Rafael Di Furia here with Marco Permunian. And we happened to notice that last time on the Citizenship Podcast, when we were in Rome, that you guys really enjoyed seeing us out and about in the, in the streets of Rome. And today we are here in our little city, Rovigo, uh, the, the Marco's hometown, where he's from. And so, welcome Marco. Thank you again for making yourself available for this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And so today we wanted to get into talking about some new legislation that's come into effect and talk about how that will change the current situation for Italian citizenship by marriage. And please keep in mind that there is the chance that these rulings may change within the next few months here. So if this video is a little bit older, please be sure to check out the YouTube channel that this video is on youtube.com slash Italian citizenship assistance for the latest updates and to see if there is any new information. But Marco, you were telling me before about this new legislation. Maybe just you want to dive just straight into it. Yes, on October the 22nd, the government issued a new law decree which regulated different things, including there was a provision on citizenship through marriage and citizenship through naturalization. And the government basically decreased the maximum processing time for citizenship through marriage and citizenship by naturalization from 48 months to 36 months. As people may recall, the government had previously in 2018 increased the maximum processing time from two years to four years. And they also had introduced the language requirement. So for all applications submitted um, after 2018, it is necessary to also have a language certificate. That didn't change with this decree, so it is still necessary to have a linguistic certification to be able to apply for citizenship through marriage, but the maximum processing time went down from four years to three years. But this new decree that you're talking about, is this something that is applicable only to cases moving forward? Or is this something that also applies to cases that are currently in progress? Because I remember uh, in the last episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast that we recorded in Rome, you mentioned that if laws were to change, that usually those laws change only after a particular time. Is that the same in this case here? Or is that different? According to the decree, uh, these new rules apply only to cases presented after the decree came into effect, so after October the 22nd. So technically speaking, it doesn't apply to the applications that were submitted before the decree came into effect. Of course, this is a bit of a discriminatory situation against mm. those people that presented their applications before October the 22nd. And especially between 2018 and, and now, because to those cases apply the regulations that were in effect between 2018 and, and now, which means that the processing time for those cases is or, or can be up to four years. So it's, in my opinion, a very kind of discriminatory situation. So I think it's questionable that these rules cannot apply retroactively. Mm -hmm. But according to the letter of the law, that's that's what it is. So I guess 
We'll have to see if there are any developments, but as of this moment in time, according to what the law says, this decree only applies to applications presented after October the 22nd. So the 36 months maximum processing time only applied to those applications and not to whoever applied before that date, who, for which the processing time is still apparently 48 months. So do you think theoretically there is any chance that this could change and that the older cases could be given the new rules or there's no hope of that at all? The decree itself says that its provisions are to be applied only to cases presented after the decree came into effect. So unless a judge overrules this decree, I think it's unlikely that um, consulates or the Ministry of Interior or Prefetture will apply this decree retroactively. Theoretically, it actually makes their job harder if they have to do all of these within a, a, a shorter period of time. Of course. So it's understandable from that perspective that maybe they would be happy to keep with those older rules, I guess. Definitely. So you were mentioning before about this law decree, Decreto Legge. What exactly is this and how does it differ from just a, a law? The Decreto Legge is issued by the government. Generally, in, in case of emergencies, even if the Italian government uh, has always abused of this power that they have mm. uh, of issuing these law decrees. So the law decree should, isu should be issued only in case of emergencies, so mm. to regulate emergency situations. Mm. The law decree is on the same level of the Italian law, which is instead issued by the Italian parliament. However, the peculiarity of the law decree is that it has to be converted into law by the parliament within mm -hmm. 60 days. And potentially there could be changes made by the parliament when they convert the law decree into a regular law, which, like I said, it has to happen within 60 days. It is very unlikely, especially in cases like this, that the parliament will apply any changes to the text of the law decree but it's a possibility, but extremely unlikely. To clarify, the power to make legislation is of the Italian parliament, which is the body that makes the laws in Italy. But exceptionally, the government can make some laws in case of emergencies, like I said before, but the Italian constitution says that the parliament has to confirm these decrees made by the government within 60 days. So something that we've been seeing recently a lot are decrees in regards to the current pandemic situation that we're dealing with. And so this makes me wonder, and I'm sure that some of our viewers and listeners are, are also maybe having this thought go through their head. What is the difference between this type of decree that we're talking about in this case versus the decrees, the DPCMs that we've been seeing a lot recently? The DPCM is a decree issued by the head of the Italian government, which is the, the prime minister. It is used, especially in these times, to regulate like day-to-day -day emergencies. And, and you hear it on the news a lot because it's, it's what they use, what the Italian government uses on, on a regular basis to regulate the health emergency in Italy. Mm -hmm. The difference is that the DPCM is issued by the Prime Minister, while the law decree, which we talked about so far, is issued by the government as a whole. And they are on different levels because the law decree is on the same level of the Italian law, 
whereas the DPCM is just a level below the Italian law and can only regulate a situation which is already regulated by the Italian law. But since we're on the topic of Italian citizenship through marriage, is there anything else that's changed this year that we've seen, especially given the current situation, I don't know, longer waiting times, shorter waiting times, or has it not really been affected by much? In terms of new legislation, that's it. Everything stays the same except for the maximum processing time for citizenship through marriage, which was decreased, um, luckily, mm-hmm. to, to 36 months because it was very long before. Okay, so that's good to know that at this point, there's nothing really so different. Um, but keeping that in mind, that nothing really is so different. Um, and even though we have explained, we've done a full episode on this subject before, I think while we're on the subject of Italian citizenship through marriage, it may be worthwhile just quickly running over that process. As we said before, the main requirement is to pass a language test. The level required is B1, which is intermediate, so not advanced, not beginner, but just like in the middle, kind of. Uh, Once you've passed the test, you can start gathering all of your documents um, which you have to present, which are basically your birth certificate, criminal background checks from every state and country, where you have resided since since your birth, and your marriage record, the, the Italian marriage record, so the one that you had registered when you got married, so the one that you get from Italy, not the foreign marriage record. So sorry, just to interrupt you quickly. If a couple doesn't already have that, does that mean they need to go out and get this? Yes, if they had, if they have not registered the foreign marriage record through the consulate in Italy, that's what they have to do prior to starting this process. Once you have gathered this document, you can just go ahead and present your application through the website of the Italian Ministry of Interior. You upload all of your documents and then you are normally called by your local Italian consulate if you reside abroad to present the original documents that you have collected, which are then forwarded to the office of the Ministry of Interior in Rome. And from when you present the application, you start counting up to 36 months with the new law for processing of your application. And in regards to the process, are there any other requirements that are necessary to keep in mind? If you reside abroad, you have to be, you have to have been married to your Italian spouse for three years. Mm-hmm. If you reside in Italy, you have to have been married with your Italian spouse for um, two years and this time is cut into half if you have minor children at the time of the submission of the application and for people residing abroad another thing to keep in mind is that you have to apply through the Italian consulate where your Italian spouse is registered with the IRE and of course if your Italian spouse is not even registered you have to uh, ask your spouse to register first mm-hmm. because you have to use the consulate where your spouse is registered to apply for citizenship through marriage. And just while we're on this topic, what's it, just to quickly run over that is what does that entail? The registration with the IDA is a very simple process. It can be done normally electronically. There is a web portal, a website made available by the Italian government that you use to register. If your consulate doesn't use this this website, you can do the registration through the mail. So it's a very easy process. And all Italian citizens residing abroad should theoretically be registered with the AIRE, which is a registry held by the local Italian consulate 
if they intend to stay in the foreign country for more than 12 months. And I'm sorry, I actually interrupted you there, but while we're on the subject of requirements, are there any others that couples should keep in mind? Not really a requirement, but maybe another important piece of information is that the Italian government now recognizes same-sex marriages. So if you are in a same-sex marriage, you can now apply for Italian citizenship through marriage. And the recognition happened in 2016. So it's it's possible since 2016. It's actually interesting uh, because recently, I believe, the Pope came out speaking in, in favor of, um, of gay marriage. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's just actually an interesting little tidbit just on this on this subject. But anyway, I think this is a good place to round this off for today because we have covered, as always, a lot of ground. So thank you again, Marco, for making yourself available. And of course, if people are seeking assistance with the Italian citizenship process, how can they get in contact with you? They can contact uh, contact us through our website or they can email us at info at italiancitizenshipassistance.com or give us a call. And something also just to take note of, if you are watching this on the Italian Citizenship Assistance website, you can find a lot of great articles on the subject of Italian citizenship that go through all of these processes in detail. And of course, also this YouTube channel has covered a lot of these subjects and we'll be covering more of these subjects as time goes on. So be sure that you are subscribed. And also if you are interested in subjects that have to do with life in Italy, living in Italy and Italian citizenship, and actually even seeing more of the city that we happen to be in here right now, you can go to my channel, youtube.com slash Rafael Di Furia. That's my name. And, and you can see more content like this. But anyway, thank you for joining us again. Of course, we have been here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian, and I'm Rafael Di Furia, and we'll see you all next time. Later. Thank you. Thank you.